2021, everything is the fucking same as it was two days ago. Nah, it's going to be great now. Everything's different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't you know? Didn't you get the memo? No. Yeah, everything's different now. Hey, sneeze into my eyes. Let's test it out. Nyar, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast. Episode 222, I be Brando, I be here with Ryan, and today we're going to kick off 2021 with an Obeka pirate-themed You Be a Pirate role-playing deck. Now hit our theme song! Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another Year of Whirlwind Adventures. How you doing? Oh, good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We got a jam-packed, super exciting show today. We got things to give away. We got people to thank, stories to tell, a public service announcement to give out, a cool deck to do. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official sponsors, FusionGamingOnline.com, our business daddies, and your source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much. So, I'm excited for anybody who is asking on Twitter or Discord or Facebook or wherever you got at us, CCO Fusion 5 promo code back up and running. It was down. Everything was kerschmozzled. 2020 was trying to get its last fucking jabs in, but it's fixed now. So, CCO Fusion 5 promo code, 5% off all your whole order. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, you can buy singles from the sweet deck that we're doing today. Oh, baby. Cool. And is it sweet? It's it's one of Brando's own inception, own creation. Yeah. He is the business daddy for this deck. It's super fun, too. I really like it. Yeah, and we, we uh, periodically, we've been doing our own deck, but we've been using decks from CCO Nation of late. It's one of the benefits to becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. I'm doing a lot of headbanging today. Yeah. I can tell my hangover's gone. <laughs> We have a jam-packed show. We, we have to get right into it. Yes, we. Now, because we're doing that, yeah. Since we have winners of packs and sacks and cracks and cards and decks and all that shit, we always forget to do it. Always forget. Always. So let's do it right now. We actually forget got to do it on the pre-show for the packs from last week. I just see. I just realized we that. always forget. So let's just do it. We don't get the people listening through the whole show to see if they won. Mm-hmm. But people are going to listen anyway. Because this is going to be a good-ass show. Yeah, that's it. So we have got two pack winners from the stinky onion sack of packs to crack. Hit, hit, hit me with Ryan. They guessed Obeka from uh, YouTube hints and, and pre-show hints from last week. First pack winner, W. Tyler Simpson. That's all one guy. Sure. Yeah, so at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando on Twitter, or commandercookout at gmail.com. Yeah, that's our first pack winner. It's going to be a random pack, and I've got no more Commander Legends's Legis, so I'm just yeah. going to fist the bag and see what I get. Neat. All right, next pack winner again from the tubes, and you should subscribe. We we were 13 people short from our gal dang goal of 2,000 subs by the end of 2020. So if you're not a subscriber, and I know that you're not, you should go over and subscribe. <laughs> Our next winner, Michael Knight. Knight with a K. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's just K. That's K. <laughs> just K. Okay. So, again, CCO Podcast, CCO Brando, Commander Coco, gmail.com. That is. Yeah. That's how you win. Yep. Okay. We've got some Christmas giveaways. Shit, I don't have them out. The What the fuck, Ryan? You're always telling oh, you should be more prepared. I know. You should always bring all the stuff. No, we're good. The Ponder. The Ponder, the Nipply Altered Ponder giveaway winner Christmas present. Jesse Cloud. Jess Cloud. Jess Cloud. Oh, our winners get nicknames now? Well, I, I don't know. That's what I'd call that person. Yeah, you're the winner. So you know the social media contacts. Get after us. That's the prize. The next one. And this is the big ticket one. And remember, if you want it altered, we can alter it. To your heart's content, this is the force of will. And if your name is John Prime or at Hubstrager on Twitter, that's you. Did I say that right? Doesn't matter. Probably not. They know who they we've, are. We've made it pretty clear that we say things wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we say things however we want to say them. Yeah, but get after us. You're the force of will winner. And we have one more Christ mass present. What the fuck? Okay. Santa's birthday present, that is. Hit him with it. Hit him with it. This is the rubber band Amar deck. Yeah. The Anamar deck that we did with the morphs and the mutates and the 
what was the other theme that it was in it? Eldrazi? Yeah. <laughs> Eldrazi morphs and mutate. If your name is Tanner Spalding, or if you're at Spalding Tanner, <laughs> real creative, on Twitter, you're the winner. Congratulations. Thank you for everybody who played. We had like hundreds of retweets on like on all of the on all of the uh, the contest things on Twitter and like huge amounts of shares on Facebook and tags and and everybody's coming to CCO Nation to try and win. So that's that's good for us and and we want to give back to yeah. CCO Nation. Yeah. Big thank you to Fusion Games for the booster packs we give away. Big thank you to Ginger Joe and Chris and Von Doom. Chris Von Doom for helping us with some giveaways. We're gonna do some more giveaways and some more stuff in 2021 uh, that we're gonna. We said that we were gonna tell them about last week when we showed off at the end of the. Oh yeah. We showed yeah. off the new CCO dice for anybody who Ooh. didn't watch it all the way to the fucking end. That's what it was. Now nah, they did. They totally. Everybody did. knew. They totally did. The CCO dice, super nice. Mm -hmm. And now that we've kind of. Told people we can actually play them on on webcam games if you haven't been already. I, I started after we released <laughs> yeah. the video. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just busting yep. these out." Yep. Now lots of lots of stuff and gear still turning right, but <clears throat> this is this is what we can say for sure. We've, we've been working with Fusion on some CCO merch. First of all, the dice are awesome. Yes, that's the first thing. Sometimes I take them and I rub them on myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it, it's really cool that I have like a box full of things that have something that I'm involved with just emblazoned. You can put in your them. whole hand into the box and just pick up a huge handful yeah. of dice hey, yeah, and just, just rub them. Oh, yeah. It, and they feel real good. Yeah, because like the corners are smooth. Hey? Yeah. it's it, They're very nice. Yeah. They're yeah. high end. It's not like stepping on a four-sided triangle dice. Hey? Oh, yeah. It's not like stepping on a Lego at all. No. Like no. I stepped on one just to see. I've been testing you all kinds of things. You rubbed them on your feet even? Oh, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. just sit on any? I put them in between my toes and then painted my toenails just to see like if <laughs> they were the toe spreaders. Oh yeah, like they're they are very even if you don't play magic or games that involve dice, yep. these dice are incredibly great. Sweet. And they'll, they and they got the CCO logo on them. That's yeah. the important part to me. And if you put a whole bunch of them on the floor and stand on them, they'll make you taller. Yeah. They're vitamins. <laughs> just don't eat them. You stand on them. Dude. Okay, we can't say too much more about what else we've got going on, but we will give you some hints just because nothing's finalized yet. And what's important, what's important here, because one of the effects of 2020 is the local business movement and the lack of support for local at a lot of levels, right? Everything that can be sourced locally to us or locally to Fusion, if they're helping us, is being sourced that way. Yeah. And... I think it goes without saying this is going to be going to be the big the big ticket item. There will be a CCO playmat in 2021. It's being printed and shipped from within Canada. That's cool. So not not super local because nobody fucking in our city does it. Yeah. But it is staying within Canada for the Canadian members of CCO Nation. That's important. I think. There will be CCO tokens. And those are we're getting some help with uh, with a local artist to fusion on that. I've seen some of his work. We've seen it. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're going to be very good caricatures of Brando involved in these tokens. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> so that's going to be awesome. And then we've reached out to a few local places for CCO t-shirts, like everybody's seen and asked about a whole ton, and CCO drinking glasses. That's a new one. I didn't even tell you yet. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. But I got some drinking glasses for Christmas with a guy giving the middle finger, and I thought, fuck, this would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and remember on the pre-show I said I forgot my cup down at the, the oh, fire yeah. pit park? Yeah, the same place that made that cup yeah. that I fucking forgot there yeah. is the place that we uh, we reached out to. Oh, they'll make more then? Yes. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. They, it it oh, was my neighbor's business cup. Sorry, dude, we broke it. We're going <laughs> to yeah. make you a bunch more. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's some of what's going on. And, of course, we're eagerly awaiting things like... Uh, Magic Fest and when kind of in-store play can happen again and that's when all the CCO festivities are really going to start flowing, right? <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm just really excited to play in stores again. Okay. Oh, <laughs> very excited. So hopefully that's enough good vibes. Sorry, I yelled into the microphone a little bit there. Hopefully that's enough good vibes to get kind of people jazzed up, kind of like a, like a half stiff. Maybe an all stiff. All stiff, know. it's fine. Yeah, yeah like that's fine. As long as people are, are up and, and ready for it. Should we should we do the, the public service announcement, Ryan? The PSA? Do you want to do the PSA and then we can thank the patrons after? 
Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's 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 yeah, let's switch we'll, it up. Positives and negatives. We're not all good vibes. It's here. like a, a compliment sandwich. Okay. Now like a compliment Eiffel Tower is what we call yeah, it. Yeah, right? now so earlier this week, me and Ryan talk slashed argued about this. A little bit. You are just you're just passionate. I am you're a passionate individual. I'm I was very angry. Yeah. And preface to what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. Ryan, make sure I'm I'm gonna say this right, and he's right. We need to provide solutions when we have problems, not just complain about our problems. That is very important. And so I'm going to tell you a problem, and I will propose a solution. Okay, I'll preface your problem again. Hit them with it. We're going to be talking about Wizards' quality issues with Mm -hmm. Commander Legends. We've done a video on it where we've reviewed kind of the print errors, the ghost foils as we call them, and of course, of course, the curling of the magic cards. Yes. Yeah. So... As I did, and again, I encourage everybody else to do this. Yep. I contacted Watsi's customer support line and said, hey, I bought all these cards. I opened them up. They're they're unacceptable. Like $1,000 worth, yes, right? Th- you, you texted me 10 instances of $100. I, <laughs> and I got a bunch of stuff that like I might not be able to play because it looks like I printed them at my house. You currently got them in a kiln compressed in between two pieces of fucking plutonium to flatten them, right? Yeah, and and if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, I guarantee you in the next week I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind <laughs> with how bad these cards what are. What I asked him not to do, he's going to do there. Yeah, so. I finally <laughs> found a way to illustrate how faded the foils are because they look great on camera. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's hard to really illustrate how bad they are, but I figured it out. Okay. I fucking did it. Anyway, anyway. They finally got back to me. They opened yeah. my ticket. They sent it back. And yeah. their response to me was, you paid for three boxes of Collector Booster Commander Legends. Yeah. You received three boxes with 12 packs of Commander Legends. We did what we were supposed to do. Yep. For the, so for the audio listeners, that was them like dusting off their hands. Yep. <laughs> and so they essentially they told me to go fuck myself is essentially what that was. And super mad. Mm-hmm. Just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. But I might only be one guy complaining. But I'm not the only person that this happened to. Like yeah. our local our local store was open in packs. They had 15 or 14 cards in them. <laughs> I didn't actually know that. Our local store had collector booster packs that were missing a fucking card. And and they're like, and they told him the same thing. The, and this is one of the premier places to play in the province. They have like the pre TQs at this place. Yeah. They got big pre releases and stuff. Like this is a store. He's got a he's got online store and stuff, right? Yeah, like it's not a a little rinky-dink place, and it's just... It's not like he only bought three boxes, is what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. and it's, it's, sorry guys, like nothing we're going to do. But, so there's there's me in a store that's now complained. But yep. you know what? I've gotten, since our review, our last show, lots of people have reached out to me on Discord and Twitter and on Facebook and said, hey, yep. I had the same thing with my collector boosters. What did you do? Yeah. And I told them, well, I got shit on, but... But you if, should... If you left it at, if you left it at, well, they told me to go fuck myself, that isn't being a solution provider. Yeah, that's not doing anything. You've already contacted them, so you've made them aware that you have this problem. That's I think that's like step one of the solution is let's make them aware, mm-hmm. right? And they can still go tell us to fuck ourselves because they're a corporation, they've already got our money, and all of their terms and conditions and legal jargon make it okay that if our product is sub our standard of usability or enjoyment, they can keep our money. That's okay, yeah. right? If you opened product that was like covered in fucking dog shit, they you might get your money back because you, you there's never know. actually health risks involved there. And they, <laughs> you know what I mean? But how, so if I poop on them, you think maybe they'll get I money? I wouldn't recommend it. It'd be it'd hard. too smooth to get. Uh, it'd be real hard to. <laughs> At this point. You've, right? That, that ship sailed. You've already contacted them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Hey, oh. you didn't mention anything about the shit last time. <laughs> well, I didn't notice it before. <laughs> yeah, I opened up the last pack in the box. <laughs> But the point is, what I want to encourage people to do is, if you had that problem, don't sit on it quietly. At them on Twitter, at them on Facebook, send emails to their customer support staff. Let them know that you're not happy and let them know what you'd like them to do about it. it. If you want them to pound sand, that's fine. Don't be mean to the customer service representative. It's not not their their fault. fault. But ask for your money back. Ask for something. Ask for things. If enough people complain, either they're going to actually make the product better rather than say they're going to make it better, or 
they're maybe they'll send some we're sorry boxes to the stores that were hard hit. If yep. you send them a UPC of a shitty faded box, maybe they can narrow it down. Oh, all the ones that came from oh, the yeah, 33rd like if, Street printing yeah. press in the first run were all shitty. Where did those There's go? There's like serial numbers on the bottom of the box so you can tell like uh, what print run they were from and, and yeah. so, like I mean, all those numbers and shit that are numbers and letters and dashes and stuff tell them like yeah. where this box was manufactured. Yeah. It yeah. might it might not happen. It might not. But you know what? We won't know unless we, we say something. Yeah. And I think at the bare minimum we owe it to ourselves as consumers of a product to speak out and say hey we're passionate about this. We love this game. We, we want, gave you. We want to give you money. Yeah, we gave you all of our hard-earned money, and you didn't give us anything that we can use in real life, and that's unacceptable. And I think it's okay for us to raise our hand and state our cases loudly and often, so long as it's pushing towards them doing something. Yep. I think I think that they owe us some boxes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right here. At the very 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 least, if there is an LGS that has curled up fucking hot dog bun singles sitting in their display case. I think that those LGSs need to be, uh, what's what's the word that you used the other day? Compensated, recompensated. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll say recompensated, not yeah. with money back, but maybe yeah. additional boxes that, that Watsy knows that are going to be good. Yeah. Right? Because maybe those maybe those curled foils will sell, but maybe they, they won't, right? And yeah. if you recompensate with good boxes, those will sell because they're good cards in magic sets. Can you imagine right? buying a card from Commander Legends online from a trusted local, or not local, but online d- retailer, yep. and it comes in the thing and you pull it out of the pack and it's curled like that? Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. I paid near mint price for this. Yep. What the? Yep. And like, and that's that's where it gets hard. There's like, that's where the lines get grayed because is it centered nicely? Is there is there surface wear? Are the edges fine? Yeah. Are they right? all nicked? Are they all beat up? Are they crimped? Is all of the things that are covered in grading guides at the near mint level? If yes, then fuck off. Right. Yeah. But, but are they right? Yeah, With the, and, so. and there needs to either be kind of an in, infrastructure change in that grading schedule to say curled or flat, right? But when you when you ship a card to BGS or PSA to get it graded, they don't grade on that. So why the fuck would any store? Yeah. Why would they put themselves at risk, or why would they say this card's curled and have it sit in their inventory forever, yeah. right? So like the infrastructure sur- surrounding that is not conducive to. Yeah. For you to not get those curled foils. And if that's what, you know, if that's what all of the biggest online retailers are buying and shipping, and that's all the product that everybody gets, what the fuck does Watsy care? They've sold a million boxes between, you know, all the big online retailers in North America alone. Yeah. Right? And it, it's, it's going to be a, it's And that's be a, why it's on us because yeah. those big retailers, the Amazons, the Star Cities, the Card Kingdoms, all those spots that we're not going to mention, but this is important. That's why we are. They're not going to do that. Because they don't have like the they don't have people barking in their face like we would go to our local game store and say, Hey, you sold me this curled card. Yeah. Right? It was in a it was in a top loader when I bought it, but I got it home and it curled in half. Yeah. It's right? folded. I can't. We play can with take this. it back to our LGS and ask for our money back, and yeah. that's further fucking the LGS. Now yeah. you got me passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like, it's a thing because it, it hurts everybody in the chain except the very top. And I think that we owe it to ourselves to say, hey. This isn't acceptable. We need to we need to either change this, and you need to do something specifically to make it better for us. Yeah, because you fucked up, and you a, need to fix it in a measurable way. Yeah, in a way that's going to last for a long time. Yeah. Because I'm gonna play these cards I paid money for. Whoever whoever and, is printing cards in 1997, go talk to that guy. Yeah, he, figure he knew that how out. to do it. Whoever printed Icoria, just get them back in there and get them to do it again. Yeah, because they did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I wonder how much was like the sub-quality card stock. We can only speculate, of course. How much was the product rushed? How much of the product was the portion of the product that was rushed? Did we just get some of that stuff that's on lower quality whatever, right? Was it printed in a different place under different humidity conditions? Like there's so many things that we don't know and Watsi also might not know, right? So we can't- But they got to fucking find out. they, They do. They need to do some investigation work. And we are the ones that need to say, it's time to open the book. Send somebody somewhere to talk to somebody and find out something so that you can do something better because this is not going to fly, especially when there's a new set coming out in 18 days. And are we going to buy it? Bro. Because there's other things that are coming up in a few days that we're really pumped about. You're beating me to the segue. (laughs) And I want to be able to fully endorse that thing. 
That's right. Final thing before we do the deck. Final thing. Final thing. Oh, uh, we got patron shoutouts too. So final thing though, Brando mentioned it. Coming up, real excited. Next week is Brando and my CCO's first preview card. We're going to have a bonus episode that outlines it on the Wednesday that it's due out. That's Wednesday, January 13th. Burp. And then we're we're going to have a little YouTube piece as well that we hope is 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 funny or just something a little bit more punchy than a 50-minute episode because we know lots of times people just tune in for preview cards and beat it. So we want to make a little YouTube video as well. So all important stuff to talk about that we want to cover. It's all going to be super fun and great. And now... And now this. And now, <laughs> and now we've got a couple quick patrons to thank, and they already have some pretty funny-ass names, oh, so yeah, that's be what, quick. We don't need to take that much time because they did most of our work for us just by being <laughs> born. What the heck? Like, way to go, guys. <laughs> okay, first patron. This is a returner. Returner, Brandon Hunter. Welcome back. Welcome back. Big thanks. I think he bought a house. And now he's back. He was saving. Now he's back. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Fill up his new house with all the new CCO stuff we're going to yeah. send his way for being a sweet, awesome patron. He can be taller by buying CCO dice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First shout out. Oh, my God. Tony Two Taints. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a nickname that he gave himself already, but we really like it. I'm just going to assume that's his real name. I thought you were going to call him like Taints 2 Hyper Taint. Oh, I like that too. Also good. Yes. <laughs> Hyper Two Taints. Yes. Okay, well, Tony, welcome. Tony Thank Two you. Taints, he's Hyper like, Taints. He's like one of the first guys ever to keep his own name. Wow. That's pretty good. Well, Starting off 2021 with a bang. Yeah. Yeesh. Okay, next one. Big thank you to Randy Williams. Pseudo-celebrity's brother, Robbie Williams. I think it's the super secret alter ego of daytime talk show hostess, Wendy Williams. In which case, how you doing? <laughs> I freaking so love that show, man. Bizarro Wendy Williams? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good show. I don't know okay. why I like it super lots. All right. We got another couple good ones here. Kay. Big thank you. Shout out. Of course, F you to everybody. Absolutely. Jackie Treehorn. It kind of sounds like a land before time dinosaur's name. <laughs> Jack and his tree horn. Jackie tree horn. Jackie tree horn. Jack. There it is. Jackie tree horn with the Y A apostrophe. Yeah, so that you know what it what it means. Yeah, it's a it's a dick joke, everybody. Yeah. Okay, final one, and there might be some kind of dick joke. Kyle Mangum, actual last name. He said he's like I got the worst last name ever, so go hard. And the first <laughs> thing I thought of is is like when you take your false teeth out and it's like. No, that's not with the gums. That would be with the teeth. That's when you take the teeth out and put them off to the side. Oh, yeah. Well, no, this this wasn't the teeth. This was the mouth with no teeth in it. Oh, I understand. This but, yeah, is, that is all with... things you shouldn't Google. And then you can man gum the man, you know, I'm not going to say it. Let's but, just call him yeah. Kyle Gummer. I bet you he gets called that all the time, but we're sticking with he it. He probably does, yeah. But, you know. It's it, like calling somebody Gunner. But Gummer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, he's, he's Gummer Stall. Gummer Stall. That's Gunner Stall when he gets old after he uh, didn't win the ju Junior Goodwill Games in Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs> yeah. There's a fucking deep movie reference for you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Joe will have all those on the screen. Big thanks to Joe. Should we flying V our way into the into the deck? Oh, there's another movie reference. I got yeah. my arms up making a V. Also. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, let's. Uh, big thank you to all the patrons. Again, I don't know why anybody wants these nicknames, but they say they want them when they when they message us. Who so, Patreon.com/slash CCO Podcast. Let's do a deck. Yeah. Now, usually by now we have read the commander and then talked to everything else. Yeah. But as we are Ryan and Brando on CCO Podcast, we forgot to do that. Yeah. <laughs> So we will read Obeka. That we, I'm did, we, we purposely didn't do it. Podcasting, professional, professional. That's right. We never make mistakes. Obeka Brute Chronologist is a 3-4 Ogre Wizard for one blue, black, red. Tap. The player whose turn it is may end the turn. Ooh. So you're thinking, ooh, that's that's pretty sick. Now, when I went sat down to build this deck, I didn't actually sit down to do Pirates. Yeah. But well, then, hey, we should we we have to say too, Pirate Tribal. We said yesterday on the pre-show that if you guess the theme, you get two bonuses to the Stinky Onion pack of sacks to crack. Did we say that? Yeah, sorta. I didn't remember saying that. I think we said that before we recorded the show. 
Oh, yeah? I think we did. Oh. I don't know if we said it on the episode. <laughs> okay. Well, if you guessed the theme, we did say that. Yeah. You guessed the theme or you gave us your, your best New Year's stories or whatever, right? Yeah. So th- what's the theme here? No, the theme here is we, we've already done Pirate Tribal on the show. Yeah. And I thought to myself, rather than make another Pirate Tribal deck, what I want to do is make a deck that makes you, as the magic player sitting at the table into a pirate. Oh. And you're going to do all sorts of pirate shit. Well, that's why it's a role-playing pirate deck, like you said in the yeah. intro. Yeah, like instead of just being, I'm playing pirate tribal, this is fun. Obeka is the pirate captain of the ship. And da, da, da. Nah, she's your first mate. She's over there just to do some cool-ass shit, because yep. why would you have a first mate that doesn't do cool-ass shit? Yep. And that frees you up to use the rest of the deck to just do cool pirate stuff, like pillage booty and make people walk the fucking plank and ride on a boat. Nice. Because all those things are awesome. Yes. So we're going to start with my custom categories. And I think it's important to say that if you already have a, because you do, if you're playing Pirates, an Admiral Beckett Brass pirate deck, now you can do this. Yeah, you got probably most of the pieces. Or if you want to cut black and play those two new pirate partners from Commander Legends, you can do that too. But this is better because it's got black. This is better because it has black and it's Obeka and it's got all kinds of cool ass shit. Where should we start? Let's start with the boat. Let's start with the boat. So the boat is... The Conqueror's Galleon, because every pirate needs a boat. That's a 210. Yeah, it is. That's a 210. That's a Tony Tutane drives. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vehicle for four. It's a 210. Crew four. Would Conqueror's Galleon attacks exiled at the end of combat, then return it to the battlefield, transformed under your control, and it transforms into a land called Conqueror's Foothold. It has tap to add a colorless, or two tap to draw a card, then discard a card, four tap to draw a card, six tap return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Does everything. All of those modes are very important in this deck. Oh. Or useful, I should say, more okay. than important, because it makes it sound like, oh, you need this boat to make the deck go, but you don't. You just all those things are good. Yeah, and, and 10 toughness is good. Yeah, you should never shake a stick at something that gives you 10 toughness. 10 toughness. You say cruise for four, you say that? Cruise for four. Okay, cruise yeah. for four. And you can crew at instant speed, right? Like you can just tap your dude and just be like, bleh. Yeah, you got a blocker crew. now. Yeah. yeah. It's dope as hell. Okay, sweet. All right, let's do the ramp real fast. Let's do the ramp real fast. This is pirate ramp. I don't know what makes it pirate, but it's piratey. Because you're a pirate and you have ramp. Pirate sure. ramp. Yeah. Perfect. Thought Vessel, Solemn Simulacrum, Sol Ring, Commander Sphere, Chromatic Lantern, Burnished Hearts, Arcane Signet. That's it. Of note, Solemn Simulacrum is a simulacrum of a pirate. Sure. sure. He pillages your own deck for a land. Oh, I then, like it. Then when he runs away, he drops some of his loot in the form of a card. Sure. It's very piratey, very on theme. Okay, now, you've got a bunch of like custom categories that are all piratey sounding. Yes. Do we want to do the small categories first and then we'll do like the the bigger ones after because they contain like the oomph of the deck? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's start with, let's do the Obeka stuff first. Then we'll get to the pirate. Yeah, stuff. I think it's important to highlight like it is Obeka as opposed to the Captain, what's her name? Admiral Beckett Brass. Admiral Beckett Brass, yeah. yeah. There are some things that just go with Obeka. These are the things that you know we're already playing, so we're just going to admit that they're here because yes. it's Obeka and these cards are awesome. We have a Swiftfoot Boots. Yeah. We have a sneak attack. Sneak attack lets you put something in. Now, important for anybody who doesn't know, Obeka lets you tap and end the turn. And things like sneak attack say you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. At the beginning of the next end step, you have to sacrifice it, exile it, return it to your hand, whatever it is. Right. At the beginning of the next end step is a delayed trigger. And when you hit the beginning of the next end step, that you have to sacrifice it clause, goes onto the stack, and then when it goes onto the stack, you just go, end the turn. That's the end the turn sound, right? Yeah. And then that ability of sacrifice that thing fucks off. Yeah. And you get to keep it. That's right. That's important. And that's very important for this deck because, I, ooh. I, I think that I think that lots of people don't know how that works, and they just go like, sneak attack, attack you, end my turn with, with what's her name? With with Obeka, with Obeka yeah. if you do that, you end the turn, yeah. and then you have a, an end step. Yeah, that's what would happen. You have to wait until the end step, put the ability on the stack, and respond to it by ending the turn. And the first, the I think it was the second game I played with this deck. I had the the dream happen. Oh, yeah? we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. We also have a Mage Right Stone, untap target creature, and that that has a tap and its activated ability clause or whatever. Right. So you can untap Obeka, leaving her open to if somebody tries to. I don't know, rift your opponent and they don't want them to, you can oh, counter stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. An untapped Obeka is a dangerous thing yeah. if you're trying to do douchebag stuff. Player two's turn, 
and player three rifts at the end of player two's turn, and you just go, uh, hey, player two, do you want uh, do you want that to happen? They say, no. You go, okay, end the turn. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. We have an Ilharg the Raised Boar. Oh, give that guy a read. Ilharg the Raised Boar is a 6-6 six, six for red, red, three with trample. Whenever it attacks, you can put a creature card from your hand into play, tapped and attacking, and then you return that card to play at the beginning of the next end step. Oh, tapped and attacking. It, it sneak attacks a guy in for you. That's right. Yeah. And it also has that god clause where if it dies, it goes like third from the top of your library. Yeah, you long-term plans them. Yep. Yeah. We've got a Hellkite Courser. That's a Commander Legends new one, hey? Sure you, is. You, when it enters the battlefield, you can put your commander from your command zone onto the battlefield and it gains haste and then you... You, uh, you put sat, it back in the command you, zone. You command zone it at the end of turn. Yep. You could just like... End of turn, command zone it on the stack, end the turn with Obeka. Here's the dream. Okay. And this actually happened. I sneak attacked in Ilharg the Razebore, oh. attacked with it to get the Hellkite Corsair. Because to Il- get Obeka into yes, play, yes. hit somebody for 12, then tapped Obeka to just keep it all. And oh. it cost me one red. So, <laughs> one red. Oh, with sneak attack. Lightning bolt is nothing compared to that ma- magical Christmas oh, land. That, that will never happen again. That's a gooder. But yeah, it was I like cool. That. And the last one, everybody knew it's in here, Final Fortune. Yeah. Final Fortune and the other two or three that do the same thing, take an extra turn. At the end of that turn, you lose the game. Yep. At the end of that turn, lose the game, goes on the stack, and you end the turn and die. Or, or, or sorry, or don't end and, the turn. And don't and, die, yeah. yeah, and don't die with Obeka. Yeah, and that's just red, red for an instant. Yeah. There's another one, Last Chance, I think, is a sorcery. Yeah. And, and then the Final Fortune and the other one are are both instants. Yeah, I don't have the other two just because I never bothered with stuff like that. But I do have Final Fortune, so I figured I might as well play one because I'm playing Obeka. I might as well go all in on my Obeka-ness, right? Yeah, Final Fortune, Last Chance, and Warrior's Oath. Warrior's Oath, I couldn't remember it. it. It it too is a sorcery and it's from Portal Three Kingdoms. That's and, why I couldn't remember it. It is a lot. She's a pretty penny, I betcha. Yeah. I think when I looked last time it was it was over a hundred bucks for sure. Oh yeah. And that probably went up since Obeka, just like Final Fortune and Last Chance went from like a dollar to like thirty five dollars. Probably, yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about more pirate stuff. Okay. Let's talk about some pirate stuff. Let's talk about pirate activities. These are things that, as a pirate, you will probably do. <laughs> okay. So let's say you've <laughs> sailed up on your conqueror's galley, and you've conquered the town. You have all these people, and they don't like you because you just conquered their town. What do you do? You slap them onto the Wheel of Misfortune, Ryan. <laughs> it's an actual wheel that you're slapping people onto. Yeah. Yeah. Each, each player secretly... B- Selects an amount of life or bids life or whatever, right? Yeah. And you reveal all at the same time, and the person who bid the highest amount of life takes that much damage. Yep. The person who bid the least amount of life does nothing. Right. Except loses... The, no, just nothing. Yeah, nothing happens. And then not the lowest amount of life, all draw seven, discard seven, draw seven. Right. Okay. So, good Everybody stuff. knows what that is. It's a popular card from Commander Legends. When you're a pirate, you've stormed the village. What's the first thing you do? Hit the bank. You rob the bank. So you storm the vault. Storm the vault. Whenever one or more creature you control dies, deal combat deals damage. Combat damage. You get a treasure, and then at the beginning of your next end step, if you have five or more treasures, you flip it into vault of something something. Catlicon. Yeah, and it's get a blue for each artifact you control. Tolarian Academy. Academy. Yeah, a banned card in Commander, I'll add. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Once you've done, you've sacked the thing, you've tortured the townspeople, you stole all their money out of the bank, then it's time to revel in your riches, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Whenever a creature dies, you get a treasure, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have 10 treasures, you win the game. Fucking cool. We've got some ways to make treasure, you're too. S- we'll, we'll, we'll find them. You're Scrooge McDucking around in the money. And once you've done, you're done doing all of those things, you want to do it again. Which is kind of like an echo in the aeons. Okay. That one's a stretch, but that I'm a stretch. using it. That one's a stretch. It's got some Dragon Balls on the art. It's a sorcery for blue, blue, four. And each player shuffles their hand and graveyard into their library and then draws seven cards, right? Yeah. It's Time Twister. It's Time Twister. Time Twister for six, but it's got flashback for three. So it's Time Twister when it's in your graveyard. Yes. It's a, it's a power nine card. Yeah, maybe if you Wheel of Misfortune it away, Ooh. then you could just flash it back. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, 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 that's a solid. That's a solid move. Okay, so those are the pirate activities that you can do. We've well, done there's pirate there's Ram. there's some activities that a pirate might force you to do. 
Truth, like walk the plank. Walk the fucking plank. There's just such good flavor in that <laughs> card. And it even it destroys target non-merfolk creature. Because you can't make a merfolk walk the plank. It, it would just swim away. Yeah, He'd give you the finger and swim away. Right? <laughs> so walk the plank is both the card and the category. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's clump some of the removal here because I think that's the most thematic one. But there's other staples that people are going to know. We've got Walk the Plank, Dreadbore, Deadly Rollick, Chaos Warp, Blasphemous Act, and Bedevil. Yeah. And it should be known that... I guess Fierce Guardianship. I was just going to say, Deadly Rollick is the free version if you control your commander of Destroy Target Creature. And Fierce Guardianship, also in here, also free, counters a spell, non-creature, yeah. if you control your commander. Good very, cards. Very cool. I just... I had, I, you got to play them. Yep. If you own them, you, you should play them somewhere. I'm also rocking a Viscerous Seer, a Goblin Bombardment, and a Argul's Bloodfast. You playing that? I'm playing it because on the other side, it's a Diamond Valley, which lets me sack creatures. Yes, and sacking creatures, important once they uh, once people find out what we're going to do with, with Creech, yes. or whose Creech we're going to be sacrificing, that is. Yes. Scurvy Knaves next? That's Scurvy your crew. Scurvy Because if you are a pirate, you got a first mate, you need a crew. Yes, you do. And that crew has to do some pirate shit. We're going to start off at the bottom of the list because it's super fun. This card is exceptionally difficult to play in VDH, and I always apologize before I do it. But it's fun. It's a Commander Legends card, and it's Zara Renegade Recruiter. Okay, when she attacks, you get a creature from defending player's hand onto the battlefield tapped and attacking them. Yes. And it flies. Yep. So the, you can the Zara flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Zara flies. So you can probably get through... Like whenever you want, sort of. Yes. Yeah, okay. And It's a stealer, and sort then, of. And then at the end of turn, that creature goes back to their hand. Unless. Unless you have Obeka, in which case it just fucking stays where it is. Okay. So keep in mind, when it says until end of turn, just just ignore that part of the card in most cases. Okay. How about a port razor? When it attacks, you get a def- you get a, a second combat step, right? It deals combat damage to a player. You untap creatures you control, and then you get a second thing. But Port Razor can't attack like that player again or something, right? Right. You get as many player or combat steps as you have players you can hit with Port Razor. Mm-hmm. Works really, really good with Zara. If you can keep attacking, because you get something from that person, then you get something from this person, then you get something from the last person, and then you use Obeka to just keep them all. And you know what else you can do is some of the other cards that that say untap target creature, you can un you can target your own creature with them. You'll you, everybody's gonna see why in a minute. Got a humble defector that says draw two cards, then target opponent gains control of humble defector, and you can only play this during your turn. I just like that card. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, fine card. I think it's a fun. I I got speaking play, of not fun cards. I gotta <laughs> play it because I have it, and I just so badly want to resolve an echo of the aeons into a hull breacher. Hull breacher, and it is a pirate, and he is a pirate. And if somebody steals your walk the plank, he can't die because he's also a merfolk. <laughs> <laughs> he's a flasher, and he's uh, he stops your opponents from drawing cards, and instead we get treasure, which works good with storm the vault and revel in riches. Oh yeah, vault very good. Yeah, yeah. So he he's just really good in this deck. Yeah. And you gotta play him. If you got him, play him. Felden of the Third Path. He makes a token until end of turn of a creature in your graveyard. Correct. Evil Twin. Makes a copy of a dead thing? No, makes a copy of a thing you can tap it to kill the original. Correct. Emberwild Captain. Oh, that's a new one too, hey? That's a pirate jinn. When it enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. You can steal the crown, if you will. Oh, uh-huh. what's its other ability? Whenever somebody attacks you, if you are the monarch, that person takes damage equal to the number of cards in their hand. Oh. So he burns them while they're attacking you. It's yeah, very yeah, okay. We have a Doxide Extortionist. Oh, yeah, very important. Pirates, treasures, yes, very good. We've been over why treasures are important. We have a Demir Doppelganger. Remove a creature in a graveyard from the game, and Demir Doppelganger becomes a copy of it. And it can keep doing that. Yes, So it retains that ability. Yeah, and it's yeah. a zero two by itself for three. Very cool. Coercive Recruiter. Oh, this is when it or another pirate entered the battlefield. You untap target creature, gain control of it, gains haste until end of turn? Yes, and it becomes a pirate. Oh, well, that's fine. And of course, it's till end of turn. So, you know. Until I, I can't yeah. see why you could. You, you know how that is. Yeah. Captivating crew. Same kind of thing. You, It's it's a human pirate. 4-3 for four, 4. I play this card in Brian's Start Arm because you can pay red 3, gain control of a creature, untap it, it gains haste until end of turn. 
Until end of turn. Yeah. You know what the coolest part is? All these things that target stuff can can target that guy that gives you extra combat phases and just untap him, and he can attack again and attack again and attack again. Just keep trying. Yeah. Bizarre Trader. Not a pirate. Not a pirate. But target player gains control of target artifact, creature, or land you control. So the the trick there, and lots of people, this it's confusing no matter how you look at it, but this is how the rules work in Magic. If you use your captivating crew to steal an opponent's creature and then bizarre trader it to yourself, you keep it forever. That's how it works. I don't know why it works that way, <laughs> but that is how it works. I've, I've double-checked that a bunch of times in a bunch of places. I played it in standard and it worked. I'm playing it now, so it still works. Target player gains control of, you target yourself there, gains control of target artifact, creature, or land you control. So, so you gain control of a thing that you have temporary control of and it gives you permanent control of it. Yes, I steal your Ulamog and then I target myself and target the Ulamog and I keep it. Yeah. Cool. That is that is just <laughs> neat. How about Arumi of the Dread Tide? Or the Dead Tide, I should oh, say. Oh, yeah, another Commander Legends, very popular one. You tap it and exile a card from your graveyard for each of your opponents. Right. And then target creature in your graveyard game's encore equal to its mana cost. And you can essentially, when you encore it out, you get a copy of that card with haste until end of turn for each opponent you have. So if you do a coercive recruiter, they're all going to see each other and you're going to steal like nine things. Oh. <laughs> until end of turn. Do you steal nine things? Yeah, because it's it or another pirate. Oh, whenever oh, another pirate enters. So they'll all see each other. Yeah, and you get nine things. Again, I'm going to use the air quotes. Until end of turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, so that's your crew. That's cool. And your encore creatures that you're bringing back, they all go away at end of turn, too. Not anymore. Or they just don't. Yeah. Super great. So let's talk about other ways we're going to pillage booty. Yep, I love pillage and booty. Just don't Google that on any any adult no type of website. Right. Every single human being listening to this card right now, or show right now, who's ever wanted to be a pirate has wanted to be a pirate because they want to pillage that booty. No matter how they mean that, that's what they wanted to do. And you fucking know it. You listening to this in your ear hole right now, you know it. So we're going to get to all the cards that allow you to pillage that booty. Okay. okay. And hear me out. Hear me out. You you stretched with something. I'll sort of stretch. This is actually pillaging real people's booties. That's, yes. That's what these next cards are. <laughs> yes. You are going to steal things from your opponents. You're going to pillage, or steal, the booty, which is their stuff. Oh, I was talking about actually stretching their booty. We're talking oh. about different things. We're We're both of those things work. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, the double entendre is real in CCO Nation. I don't want any double booty anything. <laughs> also, don't Google that. Not, not yet. Read, anyway. read the cards I'm talking about. Okay, we have Word of Seizing, Traitorous Blood, Threaten. Let's, let's just pause on that one real quick. Okay. When we say Threaten Effect, Threaten is the card that for its sorcery for red and two, you untap target creature and gain control of it. It gains haste until end of turn, and then at the end of turn, you have to give it back. Right. You okay. untap it. Did I say that part? That's the important part, too. That's that's very important. Yes. Of it. Yes. But yes, that's that's what that is. Word of Seizing is the same thing with Split Second. Traitorous Blood is the same thing. But it gives it trample. Gives tramps. We also have Mark of Mutiny. That also gives it a plus one, plus one counter. Kari Zev's Expertise lets you play another spell along with it. Hijack lets you steal a creature or an artifact. Harness by force can target more things. Besmirch lets you steal something and then it becomes goaded. And Act of Treason is another one that is just threatened. Yeah. Now, on top of that, there's also Mass Mutiny, which lets you steal one creature from each opponent. And also Insurrection, Red's (laughs) eight eight drop win the game card. Because if you're going to... Of course, if you're going to just steal them all, you might as well keep them in case you can't win the game. Oh, yeah. You can just win the game the next time. Yes, and you can win win the next game, yeah. too. <laughs> you you resolve your insurrection, and everybody's rubbing their hands at the crack back, and then you just, nah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep all this shit. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's so great. It could result in a value insurrection. Ooh. I love a good value insurrection. <laughs> Has anybody ever done that? Has anybody ever done like I I compare Crater Hoof to Insurrection a lot? Like sure. just in my mind when I'm theorizing stuff, it's like I wonder has anybody ever done a value Crater Hoof? It's like oh I just I just need I just need these guys to be like 
two or three toughness bigger so I can get some attacks in to draw cards when I attack or some <laughs> shit, right? I need to make this guy into a 40-40 so I can sack him to something and draw all those cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. What else we got in here? We've got a Tevish Zat. Oh, this one allows you to... This is a, this is a threaten, isn't it? It lets you gain control? It's big threaten. The big oh. ability is threaten. It's a four loyalty planeswalker for black four. It's plus two. Plus two create two zero one black thralls. That's fine. That's okay. Plus one, you may sacrifice another creature or planeswalker. If you do, draw two cards. Then draw another card if the sacrificed creature was a commander. So also you, good. You could hypothetically steal your opponent's commander, sack it, and draw three cards. His minus 10 is gain control of all commanders, right? Yeah, whether they're in command zones or in play. Yeah, that's a gooder. Get him. So he's fucking jack too, hey? Oh, yeah. That he's guy like, has been hitting the gym. He's one of those dudes that has so many abs that abs have started appearing on other parts of his body, which is a weird kind of health condition that people think that they have, but he's really like, they're just so jacked they have to store extra abs. Else yeah, they're he's, he's like those zombies from Innistrad, hey, that just got like 15 arms and shit. They all got abs growing out of their arms because they're stitched together wrong. <laughs> Tevish Zad is no, he's put together very well. <laughs> he's good. Oh, hey, we've got Reigns of Power. That's our next threat and effect. But you swap. That's a swapper. It, I, it, I, I have mine. You have yours. We swap until end of turn. It's instant speed. You swap. Now, in my brain, you would play Obeka after you've played Reigns of Power and then just keep all their shit. And they have, like, a bizarre trader and... Yeah, um, maybe we're just behind on yeah, board or something. Yeah, you know, somebody's just exploded the token game, and you can just take their shit. Or or we have the couple of our creatures that have tap in their activation or whatever, so they're tapped, and then we trade, so they can't block. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know what I like in this deck? Array Command. That's instant speed. It's a blue threaten. Ooh. Instant speed. Cost five, though, didn't it? Uh, yeah, three or four. Okay. Well, look Anyways, at that one. How about keep... Rakasha Debaser? Oh, you like the Debaser, base, base, base. That's an encore cat demon. Yeah. Six, six for six. When it attacks, you get a creature card from defending player's graveyard until end of turn, right? Yeah. Or do you just get it forever? Till end of turn. No, end of turn. Okay. Oh no! No one. No, we're we're we were wrong. It is forever. Oh, there you go. And of course, it has encore. So when you encore it, it comes back, and you would normally sack it at the end of turn, but nah. Nah, fuck that. Sack them, you'd get maybe three of them. Yeah, you keep them. Then you yeah. get three of them. Then you can attack one person with three of them and just steal all their shit. Yeah, and you would get all of the stuff in those players' graveyards. Yeah, forever. Stealing stuff. Not terrible. How about Mnemonic Betrayal? This one has a wall of text on it. Oh, can I say exile all cards from your graveyard and then Yogmoth's will them? Yeah. Sure. It's it's opponent's graveyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you Yogmoth's will. You're a, no, it's all of them. Not just one. All of them. So it's graveyard removal, and I get all your shit back. Now, I think they get their graveyard back. Oh, come on. Yeah, they get all the cards back, unless you play them. At the beginning of the next end step, they get them back. Oh, you just shit. End the turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. So you Yawgmoth's will the whole table except for yourself, and then keep all their shit gone. And you've exiled their graveyard. Mnemonic Betrayal. There you go. Shit, I never even thought that. Yeah, there you go. I had, I had to read that again, but we got there. That's incredible. How about Hate Mirage? Hate Mirage. This is one that you like. I'll let you read it because I don't remember what it does. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this card, actually. It's red three. Choose up to two target creatures you don't control. For each of those creatures, create a token copy of that creature. They gain haste and you exile them at the beginning of the next end step. Oh. But you just keep them. So I'll get an Ulamog. I'll get a, I don't know, a Seedborn Muse, and then I'll keep them. Yeah. Cool. A Tali Primal Storm. Oh, yeah. When he attacks, you get the top card at each each player's library. You can just cast it for free. That's right. That's just a good-ass card. Dredge the Mire. Each opponent chooses a creature card in their graveyard. Yep. And we get that card into play under our control. Yes. Neat. I just think that's cool. Yeah. I, Let's see, like, you're stealing graveyards. And there's lots of times I've been playing where... Pirates, like, hey, pirates will dig people up and, like, remove their gold teeth that they're buried oh, with and shit. Oh, yar yeah, harsh, that's sir. what he's doing. He's dredging their teeth. How about Dominus of Fealty? At the beginning of each... Uh, no, of our upkeep, you gain control of a... Oh, it's the threatened during every upkeep. Yeah, right? Of a permanent. You can steal anything. Ooh. Steal target anything, and then you can... You can just keep that shit with Obeka. Yeah, we could steal their land. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy as Cradle Buddy. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's some Christopher Columbus shit right there, man. Holy <laughs> Jesus. Too soon, man. Too soon. How about Domineering Will? 
That's I forgot this card yeah, existed. It's is that crazy. Target player gains control of something? Target player gains control of up to three target non-attacking creatures until end of turn. Untap them. And it's an instant for blue three. Until end of turn? Yeah. Do they gain haste? No. We could block with them, but then we can't choose to end the turn. They have to block if able. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so it's... But here's the thing. Here's Here's the thing. You can do it when they're not attacking. You can do it to the non-active player. You could have, you mm-hmm. could have all these sweet creatures, and I'm sitting over here going, man, Ryan has some fucking good creatures. Mm-hmm. I wait for somebody else to attack the other person at the table, and I just steal your shit at the end of their turn and then keep it. You know what I really like? Okay, so we go back to our rift example from before, and it's like player three's rifting, and they've got like some awesome creature that they're going to attack with once they don't, have any blockers in their way you you domineering will player three who's rifting his creatures over to player two <laughs> and then they all get bounced <laughs> there we go got there i'm finding out how to break cards left right and center this is my favorite card i think that's a cool one in doing research for this deck it's from last year it's one of my favorite mechanics in magic in that it's kind of a spell shaper and it's chamber of manipulation Okay, this is an enchant land. Enchant land. Enchant land for blue, blue, two from Odyssey. Enchanted land has tap, discard a card from your hand, gain control of target creature. Yeah. So that's like repeatable threaten sort of on a land. Yeah. People aren't going to just, if you put it on a basic, they're not going to like destroy it. They could. Probably. But like strip mine's pretty expensive, right? And nobody else is playing land destruction in mass, right? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a cool card. I just, I like that card lots. And just like that, it's the deck. That's the whole deck. It's the whole deck. That's it. I, I like, you've got a couple, a couple basic category names. You got Yoho is, yeah. is your land section. Those are the basic lands. There's and, some islands and mountains and swamps. And pirate hangouts are all of the other lands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like catacombs and I, I guess you could. Yeah, there is a Croesus Catacomb and a Crumbling Necropolis. That could be a city that you you hang out with. Maybe you're some of those, like the last Saskatchewan pirate going up and down the river. Oh, yeah. River Glide Pathway. Yeah. Right? There's a Scalding Tarn, a Steam Vents, all the kind of yeah, usual stuff. Yeah, all suspects. the stuff. And, you know, we're going to talk about that in the budget section right after Strengths and Weaknesses. Strengths and Weaknesses. Okay, Strength, Tribal, and Theme. Yeah. And Role Play. Yeah, I, I suppose that's the you get to you can wear a pirate hat when you play this and have it make perfect sense because you are the pirate of the crew. You're the captain of the ship. There it is, steering it onto victory and profit. Just make sure you can put a crown if you become the monarch on top of your pirate hat too. Oh, you my be God, double hat. I want to do that so bad. Double hat. Double hat. Okay, scales well with opponents' things. This is something that we mention or talk about when we talk about clone decks or copy decks. This is going to do that because. You, you do have some clones, right? Yep. And you're also stealing your opponent's stuff. So if they're, they're playing all the hyper-efficient, really fast cards, right? Or or if they're playing something tribal, you can also take advantage of those things. Mm-hmm. So that's important. It, this this deck would fit in with the, the forgive the, the scale system. This will fit in with the threes and fours, and it'll fit in with the sixes and sevens and eights. Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to do the most powerful thing that they're already doing. It does the best thing at the table all the time. Yeah. Now... I wasn't able to put my hand or my finger right on this. I'm not sure if it's a strength or weakness, but is it an aggro deck or is it a control deck? Do you know? It depends. Yeah, it depends. So far, it's been played fairly aggressively kind of in the late game. You want to curve into pirates and and steal and attack and steal and attack. Yeah, you do some little chip-in things, and then it sets up these just monster swings at the end. Yeah, and you know what? I think strength, tunability, right? If you want to play a little bit more of a controlling game, you could maybe take out some of your own pirates and put in some, some removal spells, some mass kind of kill spells like damnation and stuff you could just, and then like you, you could, could rely more on stealing yeah you could lose the boat you could lose some of the pirates they're just there to do piratey things to yeah. kind of add flavor and just yeah put in some gas some, yeah some brutality final strength i want to highlight is that it's probably i haven't played against it yet because we haven't played yet but it's probably fun oh yeah super fun yeah i think everybody that i've played this deck with has had a good time including me it's one one game come close to winning another game and it's it's a good time. And again, it's one of those cards that, like, I think on VDH, it's not untenably difficult to play. Just with maybe a couple cards. And, and the stealing cards, I guess, are a little yeah. bit tricky. But and, most of them are till end of turn. And you have, it's fun. You know what I mean? Like, 
with one game, I had this one guy and he had like six things at the top of his playmat. Yeah. And all of those were mine. Yeah, you so like, had like a you, little board lo state. Lots of times, yeah, lots of times it's like uh, on VEDH, you move them all the way to the top of your camera view and you turn them upside down so you can just see the art or whatever. Then you know somebody else has it. Yeah. And that's a good way to kind of visually represent that somebody else has it. And I'd go to combat and I'm like, hey, so what do I have, you guys? Because I didn't have any of my, any of my own creatures. <laughs> I had a piece of paper with all the creatures like written down The on names it. Like, of What do all yeah. of these do again? And then they'd tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it is a good time. It's lots of fun to, to pilot at least. And based on feedback that I've got in the small sample group that I've, I've played it with, it's fun to play against as well. Sweet. And you know what? On the note of fun, the topic of fun, something that in 2020 we will continuously and fucking unrelentingly talk about and, and advocate for. How good Brash Taunter is? He should be in this deck, I know. <laughs> how, but. how fun, how we want to play fun decks. Oh, right, yeah, yes, that, yes, that yes. too. Okay, yes. weaknesses. Does it ramp hard enough? There's like seven ramp spells. Mm. Like, do you steal a, like a... Do you steal some mana rock dorks and keep those, or, or sorry, some mana dorks? Like, do you steal those if you don't ramp hard enough, right? You could, I find that that's the best way to kind of keep a deck feeling more casual. Is like, don't ramp as hard. Is you just don't ramp into turn six on turn three. Yep. And you're you're playing to curve. And you don't have to go super fast with a deck like this. You wait for your opponents to play something big and then steal it for three mana. I suppose. You know, I look at the average CMC of the deck as like 3.6 whatever, and it's like, okay, if I want to play two spells a turn, like... When is that going to start to happen if I'm not ramping really hard? And there's a lot of treasures that happenstancely get made in a deck like this. There's okay. lots of cards that just sort of make a treasure here or there. Yeah. And you can do some shit. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Pirates, are they supported enough since Commander Legends? Is this a weakness? Or are we still stretching to play pirates? Or are the pirates like supplemental as opposed to stealing our opponent's best stuff. I think that the pirates were tertiary to the fact that all of those pirates had steel target thing from target okay. person. That's yeah. why they're being played. If they weren't, if those were printed on goblins, I would be playing goblins instead. Okay. I just wanted the creatures that did that. That's what pirates do. Although I do think that pirates are getting some support. I think they're going to get less support than cats and dinosaurs. But I think we're going to continue to see pirates pop once, up. Once a year in, in a corset. In the commander product, hey, yeah. there's a new pirate. Yeah, there's a new just, pirate merfolk or whatever, like yeah, like like Hall Breacher. Yeah, they'll just show up because okay. I think pirates are cool, and with the space that they seem to occupy in Magic, I think that it's a cool design space for pirates to be, and I hope that they keep exploring it. Yeah, okay, then well that that addresses my next weakness. That was actually just another question: is are the pirate payoffs and the deck payoffs in general worth it? Right, and I think the answer is yes because you you've got the pirates that steal stuff specifically. Yes, and the stuff that you're stealing is the payoff, not the actual pirate that you're casting. Exactly, having a captivating crew is fine, but he's a four three for four. Yeah, I want the the four three for four that comes along with the ten ten for four. Yeah, and then the six six for four. Okay. Right. Well, you know what? I I, I suppose then that I'll, I'll morph that weakness into you've got to wait an extra turn to get that ten ten. You've mm. got to pay your four now, and then pay your four again next turn. So just keep that in mind that if you're playing the captivating crews and the what's the other one that whenever you cast a pirate you get to steal something. Coercive recruiter. If you're playing those, they're almost like installments to steal something. Yeah, it's, they can steal multiple, but it's in installments. Let's do it. Let's let's say it with with flavor, Ryan. Because pirate ships, not very fast. They come in and out with the tide. Yeah, they're laden with all the, the pillaged booty, and it takes them a while to get <laughs> somewhere. So pirates aren't super quick. There it is. Okay, that's and that again, casual. Yeah. And casual to lots of people means you can really explore what the deck does, and that leads to fun. Exactly. Fun got there. Okay, now, the budget. You've got some foils. You've got some, this was, you said, a binder build. Yeah, I built, I spent, I think... I think between like fifteen and twenty five dollars. Okay. On cards I don't, I didn't own for this deck. Like I didn't have a chamber of manipulation. But, but <laughs> some of the cards I do have are, I have a lot of foils in my life, Ryan. Yes. I've always liked foil cards, and some of them are not cheap. Not cheap. So what's the budget of the deck? The budget of this deck came out on Architect. At seven hundred and seventy six sixty nine or fourteen thousand two hundred and ninety one eighty three Canadian. Yep. Now let's adjust Malige. Yes, let's explore that. Okay. Fetch lands. The ones that you have in this deck, foils, alternate arts, what have you, hundred and eight dollars. Do we need fetch lands? Those are always the first place that we go. Even in a three color deck, we say, Do we need them? 
No, no, because we've got enough other two and three color producing lands that we could get by. Well, we're playing one of those. What, are they, what do they call where the colors are all in a row? A shard. Yeah. We're playing a shard, and there's lots and lots of shard lands out there. Maybe they come into play tapped, but there yeah. are lots of options if you dig through Magic's history that you can pick up for a buck or yeah. two. Now, the, fine. the thing that you might run into, though, is like Dominus of Fealty on turn five, where it's like, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it hybrid? Yeah. Right? That's where a fetch line's going to help you because you can find exactly what you need. Correct. Right? Barring that, yeah. you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. If you got them, play them. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So fetches, 108 bucks. We've got a Fierce Guardianship. That's a mighty card. Yeah. It's a mighty card, but it's got a mighty price tag of $45 and it was just printed last year. So I don't know. We could play a removal spell. We could play a counter spell. We could. It could, could be a ter- it could be a terminate. It could be yeah. Okay. Counter spell. It yeah. It could be a mana leak. It could be a mana drain. It could be anything. Maybe not a mana drain. Well, yeah, mana, bring mana drain would be more expensive. Yes. We're, we're going in the opposite direction. <laughs> okay, you've got a foil walk the eons in there just because you have a foil one. You said it was a little bit of a stretch, but you had it. You had it. Yeah, I had it, and I wanted to play it, and. It's cool. Yeah, and that's what a binder build is. Now, if you don't have one, it's sixty dollars for that yeah. for that foil. I don't know what the non foil is worth, but Let's, we could cut sixty dollars out of the deck with that card. We can look a foil or a non foil one. At, at least in this tertiary look, it's fourteen dollars. That's better. Modern Horizons foils, my goodness. Well, specialty set, right? Okay, yeah. let's let's keep going. You've got the Commander Green Sol Ring in there, twenty five bucks, as opposed to free if you've ever bought a precon. Correct. Yeah, you bought the precon with uh, with. Uh, your your goblin guy in there, Dockside. Yep, you got a free soul ring. Yeah, I got one because it's like fifty dollar precon with a fifty dollar card in it. Yep. You got a free soul ring. There's okay. a soul ring in there and arcane signet and commander's suite. Like, yeah, all, which yeah. all all cards we're playing. Yeah, in this deck. Yeah, they're all there. Okay, now final thing, and this is kind of a clump: a hundred dollars on other foil lands. You've got listed a foil underground river from ninth edition, which is seventy freaking dollars. Seventy dollars. What's the non foil? Ten bucks. Ten bucks, which is still not nothing. I mean, worst case scenario, it could be something like a Guildgate or a Gainland, right? Like or, the Joir Isle Refuge from Zendikar. Or you could get one from not ninth edition that are like a buck or two. Yeah, like Painlands. Maybe they're just expensive because I think ninth edition had different art. Yeah, some some of the Painlands are a few bucks. Yeah, but so, like the Zendikar Gainlands aren't. And I know we're not really an advocate for those because they come to play tapped and all this blah blah blah. But we're not playing a fast deck. We don't need that mana. Yeah. Right? Especially if you drop it turn one. Your only one drop in this deck is like a Sol Ring. Like, yeah. We're fine. Yeah. You don't want to do turn one Sol Ring with this deck anyway because it makes you think, that, it makes people think that you're going to, I don't know, put a bunch of proliferate down and then play Tangle Wire in a smokestack. And then every upkeep, <laughs> you're going to start proliferating that shit and then ending your turn before you have to sack anything. And then you wait until everybody sacked their whole thing and you say, yo, I'm just going to do that till the game's over. That's Obeka Stacks. Yep. Yeah. And that. Remember when I said when I sat yeah. down to build up? Yeah. This is much more fun. Yeah, this is way better. This eh? is better, yes. Yeah. So if you take all those things out that we just mentioned and, and just took them out and replaced them with budget whatever you had, you could save yourself a whopping $338, which would make the deck just below 440 bucks, which is sounds a lot still, but you're going to have these cards. Lots of these cards exist already. I'm sure lots of people picked up Final Fortune before they were 33 bucks. And if you don't, like, we did leave all of the Obeka stuff in there, right? Like, the Sneak Attack, the Final Fortune, the uh, the Ilharg, and the Hellkite Courser. We left those in there because those are actually good with our commander. Yeah, they're they're just cool to to have and, and, and such. Shall we move on, Ryan, to Card of the Week? I was going to do like a super sweet segue, but sure. <laughs> well, I've already done it. Yeah. And I can't do that echo thing. It hurts my voice. <laughs> so I can only do it once a week. I think this week we're going to go with Raksha Debaser. The Debaser. Base, 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 base. I like that. There it is. I like that a lot. It's the 6-6 six, six for 6. Whenever it attacks, you get a creature from defending players' graveyard into play. has Encore for 8, so you can get a bunch of them. Even in an Obeka non-Obeka deck... You could steal all kinds of cool shit with this, yep. and I think it can just result in a lot of really swingy, splashy EDH plays that are going to bring smiles to people's faces because they're so insane. Yeah, not a pirate, but still doing piratey things. And cool art. Yeah, cool art. And, of course, you can get the card of the week or or any any versions or variants of cards or decks that we talk about on FusionGamingOnline.com. 
and of course, CCO Fusion 5 to get 5% off your whole order. I'm looking at a foil Raksha debaser right now. You can get it? Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. I think I have one. I don't think I have one, actually. I just have that extended art one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I, I had I, one, I would have painted it. So, no, I don't have one. Based on one we were talking about like 45 minutes ago, I'm kind of glad I don't have a foil one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. But pick those up. If you're playing black, it's going to be fun. If you're playing cash, it's going to be even more fun. If Ooh. you're playing against a bunch of casual people. Cash. Yeah, cash. yeah, you got there. You know yeah. it. But it's a cool card, and I, I highly recommend people give it a chance. Just because it costs six, it doesn't mean that it's bad. And it's a six-six. It doesn't have death touch, which I really like. So that's the deck. That's the card of the week. That's our thank yous, our criticisms, our welcome to the new year. We've told stories. We've had a few laughs. We've done a, I think, a pretty fun deck. What do you think, Ryan? You do the final thought of the day. Oh, I did. I did the deck. Dang it! Dang it! Oh, I wasn't ready. Final thought of the day. Well, fun deck. Something we're going to advocate for in 2021. Send them in, commandercookout at gmail.com, or if you're a patron, get onto the preferred deck list tier in the in the Discord. Lots of fun to be had there. Lots of fun. Oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to make it fun sounding. God damn it. This is hard. <laughs> How do you do this every week? Skill. I'm a professional oh, magic God gathering damn. content creating podcaster, Ryan. Lots of fun on the Discord. Brando and I have got some games planned with a few members of CCO Nation this week. They asked me after they asked you. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but here we are. I got nothing. You do it. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> I think what Ryan is trying to say is we're kicking off 2021 with a new deck that we hope will be super duper fun and will set the theme and the tone for the rest of a year that we think is going to be a much Ooh, better year. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say all that. <laughs> A year that hopefully we're going to be able to get together and actually play together. We're going to be able to share these decks in real life, thumb through some actual physical cards, make some new friends and some new memories, and we're going to look forward to doing that again with you next week on another very exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>